evening, Hello. November Foxtrot. Good evening, How good evening. Everyone? There were some eager beavers there this morning. This they morning. were Kenny and Stephen. Well, we're all right. Yeah, they were on it. How is Harry everyone? Badger, Stephen Whitehead, Fresh Meat, Terry G. Let's play. Good evening, good evening. Welcome, welcome. How are you, Andy? That's I'm nice okay. How are you? I've just been no. notified that we've gone live. Sorry, I'll yeah, turn my phone off. <laughs> yeah, I just got shouted at as well. Um, I'm fine. How's your mumps? Uh, so it's not mumps. It turns out that um, I, I had a bacterial infection in my face. Um, I think I'm part snake. So I think that I've somehow managed to bite myself. And then because clearly I'm venomous, uh, I've just injected myself with my own poison. So, um, yeah. Well, I learned a lot about myself. <laughs> it's been horrendous. It really has. But no, it's, it's getting better. Thank you. I'm on antibiotics and it's uh, oh, good. Yeah, it's proper serious. Yes. Um, what did you do yeah. every weekend? Discovered I was a snake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really good at parcel tongue now. So we'll just... <laughs> <laughs> but you're good at saying. I'm sorry well. to the uh, the audio listeners on the chat. <laughs> Tuning in. Good evening. Good evening. No one's um, no one's so, in. <laughs> No, not yet. They're just stunned. No, there is no Lance tonight. Lance is unfortunately, I believe, on a course. Um, so he is unable to be here. I think it's a course. Is it a course? Oh no, it's the football. It's the football. No, it's the football tonight. He's it's um, football tonight. Cheering who along? West Ham United. West Ham. Yeah. Yeah. So go sports. <laughs> Yay. Go sports. Yay! <laughs> Have we got a sound effect for that? <laughs> uh, I've only got the fanfare. Yeah, sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, Dan Brewer, Steve. Oh, that was me. Speedways. <laughs> Uh, Kenny says guacamole. Guacamole? No idea. Does he mean guacamole? Guacamole? How know. do you spell guacamole? Uh, I don't even like guacamole. No. Could you imagine getting uh, that in Terry says, Terry says with that self-sucking. So, no, I just bit my lip. You know when you have like a little bit of loose skin on your lip and you just sort of like just tear it off with your teeth? Don't do that. That's really bad, apparently. <laughs> I think you just got punched. Was it the door handle? Yeah, I fell <laughs> down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, Rage. Uh, hi, Joel Reagan. Nice to see you. Uh, Marky Steve, Mark. Steve Walker. Daniel. Everyone's in. Everyone's in. Oh, we're getting loads Right, so Look. firstly, um, Andy and I, before the show, were having a little flick through our statistics, and we just wanted to say uh, a hello to a few nations that are joining us on the podcast over June so far. So we've had one from the Mex, uh, one from Mexico. Hello, uh, Mexico. So hi, hi to Mexicans. Um, one Mexican. from the Cayman Islands. I don't know how what you call those. K Cayman, Cayman, Caymans. No, or K, K ladies. I don't know. Um, there we go. <laughs> genuinely <laughs> taking that diversity that box tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then it turns out we can actually zoom in on the map of the whole of the US, and we can see where we're getting downloads in the US. So. If you are in Illinois, Michigan, New York, South Carolina, or Georgia, uh, you are currently up there in our rankings of downloads. So, you know, some of these countries like, or not countries, some of these states like Nevada, California, and Oregon, you know, if share share it, get us out there. It'd be cool to see if we can have a little competition in the US to see, because I can see the map now, so we can see if if the numbers are going up or down. That'd be great. Yeah. uh, Evening, James. I can I can yes, try and do accents. <laughs> Joel, no, yeah, Joel says if you don't do accents, I'll be disappointed. You have got yeah. to do try um, New York. What is New York? I can't think now. New York, isn't it? It's on coffee. I need a cup <laughs> of coffee. What's coffee? 
<laughs> there goes our New York contingent. <laughs> yeah, sorry. They'll just come over and beat you up. That's all they'll do now. <laughs> Hi, Paulus Wales. Yeehaw. Haven't had any downloads on the podcast in Wales in the, in uh, June to date. So. No. Maybe they just catch Wales. us live. Yeah, quite possibly. Do so we have any it's all in the grind. We got up, we got up that far yet? Uh, we've got yeah, we've got a few in Scotland. Oh. Uh, it's got a really weird breakdown. I can see the entire world, and then it breaks it down into the US, Canada, Australia, the UK, Sweden, and Germany. Those, those are the options it gives me. Um, the UK, we have had twelve in Scotland and fifty-six in England. Oh, fifty-six. So, there we go. Welcome those fifty-six people that are listening to us. Yes, hello. Crap. <laughs> Ray says, "Why do we let the colonists listen?" <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> oh, they probably know more about guns than than we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, Terry says that's because he said he was staying Saturday night, but the wife had other ideas, resulting in one fat lift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Paulus Wales uses a VPN, so it appears he's in the US. <laughs> <laughs> so there's one which area mate <laughs> just... <laughs> right let's roll into the news let's go news news any purchases or news this week andy um nothing airsoft related 3d printer you can see in the that could be airsoft related it. Yeah, I'm uh, planning on trying some stuff. Um, don't know what yet, but it'll be interesting. Um, yeah, that's about it, really. Nothing else. I spent all my money on that cool. bloody thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think a little 3D printed airsoft can be quite cool. Yeah, working. You allowed, you're not allowed to print working guns anymore, are you? It's airsoft. I just meant like the body. Airsoft. Oh, I could build it. I could, yeah, I'll try. Might make some little NoFo challenge coins for them to roll down the beer tents. Don't know. I'll have a think. Yeah. I've, I've had quite an airsofty week myself. Um, so I, uh, for those who may or may not remember, I had a, I had a D&D, a DD tarp uh, that was a four by four meter DD tarp that I took to Defiance Red Defiant. Tide 1. Yeah, we hung it up uh, to use it as a wall, and (laughs) it got a little bit melted. (laughs) Uh, A combination of a hot barbecue that was put up against it, and then uh, I believe it was a grenade as well that came in, either a uh, smoke or a pyro, uh, has left... It was a flashbang. Was it a flashbang? It's left some holes. It's left some holes. (laughs) Um, So I've actually, rather than just bin it off, because I thought that's a bit of a waste, it's a 4 by 4 meter tarp, I have trimmed off the side... Because I only lost maybe a foot and a half. So I've trimmed off the side where the burning was. Uh, there's one hole that I had to mm-hmm. keep because otherwise I'd lose way too much of the sheet. Um, so I've, I've sewn a patch over that using a bit of the stuff that I've trimmed off. And then I've rehemmed it and I've detached all of the attachment points from the bit I've trimmed off and re-sewn those on, on the tarp that I've got remaining. Ooh. So I've now got a three and a half by four meter top <laughs> and then instead next of a four by four event. meter top yeah yeah next event it will get slowly i <laughs> just build a little top like that it's got loads of attachment points on it um but yeah so basically the the dd tops are actually incredibly easy to 
uh, fix. I, I got the wife's sewing machine out and I, I've hemmed it all up and done a, a running stitch, apparently. Um, oh. I've done two rows of running stitch down there. Um, Look at you so yeah, I've managed to spend an evening, literally done all that. And uh, I don't know... <laughs> With the attachment points, I need to kind of actually get it out and about and see how that's going to work because the attachment points on the DD tops are basically set out so that they're all nicely straight lines. Where mm -hmm. I've effectively now brought one edge in, I think what I'm going to create is kind of a semi-lean-to with like a bit of a, uh, a porch. So it'll be like a, a flat okay, yeah, basher yeah. sheet with like a little bit of a porch that kind of comes down from there. Um, so I'm going to be playing around with that hopefully this weekend. So I'll get some photos as well, and I'll put, I'll chuck them on my Instagram at Nine Volt Airsoft. Yep. Um, oh, this weekend's going to be so we'll a good one that... for the hammock. It's going to be a good. Well, one apparently, for a there's hammock. not a lot of trees. Really? Apparently, in Weber Camping, sure. isn't a lot of trees. Pretty sure. Last time we went to the wood site, there was a lot of trees. Yeah, but we're camping in the I think the um, wherever we were when there was that storm. Yeah, there's trees there. I don't know. I, I was advised there wasn't a lot of trees. Um, so I'm going to be testing out my new custom DD hammock uh, tarp, sorry, that I've made. Um, and then the other thing, the now. other little bit of Ooh, cheeky yeah, purchase, you've got um, again, this isn't going to be very good for the uh, audio listeners, but I managed to find a brand oh, new... The rustling. The rustling's sorry, pretty good. Or... Bit of uh, ASMR. Um, oh, this gross. is a brand new Gore-Tex DPM Woodland... Uh, bivy bag for £25 £25 I was very excited literally brand new it's got the cord in there and everything uh, no scuffs no marks anything like that at all uh, it was listed as brand new it's definitely when I've done my inspection brand new or super grade um, so very chuffed yeah, with that no, uh, good. probably going to I, I I don't need a bivy bag I'm not going to lie <laughs> <laughs> I've got quite a lot of bivy bags, um, but for twenty five pid, I don't have a, like a woodland DPM one, so I thought, well, that's that's quite good. Yeah, that um, is, so especially brand that. new, brand new. You'll, yes. you'll just snap that up anyway, wouldn't you? And just even if yeah. you don't use it and have it there for emergencies. Yeah, it's so. I mean, I don't know. I, I was quite intrigued by Lance's new bivy bag system, where he's obviously sewn like the zip and kind of mm -hmm. formed it into yeah. a, uh, effectively a hooped bivy. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, I know it's not hooped, but the, the way he's done that, so I was debating doing something like that with it, perhaps. Um, but because it's brand new, I kind of don't want to mess it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that. So, um, um, so I just need to show this. Yep, yeah. is this the same thing as the I'm a northerner thing? Because I guarantee there's trees there. <laughs> I think there are trees there, but they might not be the closest together. That's all right, sleep, sleep on your own. I'm just saying there are trees there as a fact. Terry <laughs> says, um, Mike's doing modifications now, so send all your kit. Oh, hang on. Send all your kit to Nine Volt Airsoft. Please don't do that. My sewing skills <laughs> yeah. are not that great. Um, he used I, um, glitter, can... glitter th fabric for it. Yeah, yeah, I got the glitter glue out. and the... <laughs> um, No, I mean, to be fair, it's not terrible, terrible, but I, I generally just kind of set it on a setting and just run it over and over again until it's not going anywhere. Um, so yeah, we'll wait and see. It might all fall apart on Saturday, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll give it a go. Um, right, so that's kind of the end of the news. Uh, news end. Pew, 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 pew. So it's kind of the end of the news, and I'll, 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 we're obviously doing a question and answer tonight. 
And we had a question come in, and I, I sort of feel that this is a little bit of news at the same time. So we're going to kick off with this one. Um, so the person who sent this in has asked not to be identified. Um, not necessarily for fear Fair of retribution. I, I don't think it's enough, but they, they just asked it anonymously. So they have said... Um, right, where is it? Hang on. Went to a major okay. airsoft site today and was blown away by this. The one mission was to carry a stretcher to the other side of the site and recover a body bag containing Madeline McCann's body and bring it back to the RV point. He also described the route being not downstairs and over ramps, which he referred to as a spazza route. What is wrong with some people and why does airsoft seem to attract these people or am I just being overly sensitive? Now, there's been a follow-up to this as well. So the, the person that messaged me this has also contacted the site. So they, they've not just mm -hmm. come away and basically had a chat with us. Um, they've contacted the site as well. And they have had a response. And the response, I'm going to paraphrase it because uh, I can't be asked. It's very long. Um, I'm going to paraphrase it. But the response is basically along the lines of uh, one man's joke is another's opportunity to be offended. Um, and whilst they're kind of suggesting that maybe you know political correctness is going mad and you know maybe maybe the person that's asked the question is being a little bit oversensitive um now we obviously can't verify exactly what happened we're obviously getting the, the story is sort of third party um andy and i weren't there you know lance, lance wasn't there no, either so we obviously can't not. comment from that perspective but i just don't think it's necessary like it it's just the thing that does me right and since I've read the message, I've been mulling it over and it's, it's annoyed me a bit, is why use a name of a small child that has most likely been killed, right? And it's a small child that they still haven't found. So why use it? Why use a name? Like we've been to many events where it has been, you need to collect the body bag. Unfortunately, we, we, we do play a military sport as you would is a way that you could could describe it but why give someone why give it a name like you could you could give it any name in the world so why give it something that is still relevant do you know what i mean it would be like um oh you've got to go and collect bin laden's body bag you don't it doesn't need a name um no you just go and collect the body child? um yeah you just go and collect the body bag it doesn't need to have a name which is what I think is in, in really bad taste. Um, and I'm pretty sure a, a, a few events organizers would probably agree with me that giving it a name, a body bag, a name makes it more personal. And it's not the fact that I'm offended by it. It's the fact that you're just being a twat by giving it a name and, and making it a, a active investigation. Cause they're still, they're still looking into it and things. So why hmm. why just why why be an ass about it? Do you know what I mean? Just because they collect the body bag. Um, I, I think the thing I, that I'm frustrates me by it is just the fact that you've used the you've used the name, you've made it real. Yeah, I think the thing that gets me is there's no reason for that. It's not that you're reenacting anything or anything like that. You are, you know, it, it's literally pulling something out of, I guess, popular culture. Because I mean, ultimately, it is you know, it is a popular news thing at the moment everyone's aware mm -hmm. and i don't mean popular in terms of like everyone loves it i just mean in terms of you know most people are aware of the situation um it just seems wholly unnecessary and, and yeah. i mean even the reference to you know the flat route being a spazza route for example um which 
for for those that aren't aware, I mean, I appreciate we've got listeners mm-hmm. around the world. Uh, spazzer is used as a you know uh, a slang term yeah. for someone that's basically yeah very derogatory for someone that's disabled. Now, they one of the responses from the um, the site owner has come back to say you know that they they don't find that offensive because they they class themselves as disabled and the like. But ultimately, you are a public facing organisation. There is no reason. Yeah to use language like that it's not going to enhance anybody's day it's not you know it's not going to be detrimental if you don't use that language um and they were saying oh if you know of the 60 players that attended that the person that's brought up the question today um they're the only one to have said anything about it you know ultimately you know maybe you're being a bit sensitive type thing and it's firstly it might only be the one that actually has been brave enough to go you know that's a bit out of order you shouldn't be saying things like that because a lot of people don't necessarily have the courage to do that they're not going to call people out on it but the site owner i I can only assume that it's either a marshal or a site owner but one of those is clearly trying to kind of make themselves sound a bit cool or jokey jokey type thing sort of maybe build a rapport with the players and stuff like that maybe build a bit of respect and all it does is you come across as a fucking moron yeah i don't give a shit so no you're fine you bring it up it's it's starting to wind me up so (laughs) (laughs) to move on eventually on this but it's um, like what Rager said. Rager said um, that he works with um, Maddie McCain's parents um, and he has an autistic child um, and he thinks it takes the piss, uh, take the piss, but know your audience and he would 100% lose his shit as well. And that's hmm. that's fair enough. I, I'd probably say something there and then. Um, it'd be interesting to see, like James has um, popped up, Evening James. Um, it'd be interesting to see what you think, mate, about giving props real names and i think that's the main thing i think it's more the 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 spaz thing i I haven't heard that term used since i was about two so um i think with that it is it that is very much down to the person like the individuals taking offense to that but as you said Mm -hmm. you're a public you're a public facing company like you've got you've got to be on good form um all right uh, so you missed the beginning bit um, so just to uh, go over it again for you, James, quickly, is um, uh, we had a listener that um, went to an event and uh, the organisers um, ran a game which was collect the body bag to take it to point A to point B. Um, and they named the body bag um, Maddie McCain, um, obviously after the missing child, which, um, yeah, is a bit we personally feel it was a bit disrespectful <laughs> to say the least. Um, and then what was the other bit saying about the spaz route? Or... Uh, so there was a, there were two different routes apparently for retrieving the objective. Uh, one was apparently a lot more uh, hilly and stepped and the other one was uh, ramped and flat. And that was referred to as the spazzer route or the sensible um, route. <laughs> yeah. I've got to carry a body well, bag that's, along. But that's the point, isn't it? And that ultimately, <laughs> yeah. ultimately there are, there's, immediately ways of saying that without it being offensive. Like it doesn't, and, yeah. and I'm not, I don't mean offensive in terms of political correctness. Cause trust me, we at the member Foxtrot, we are not a bastion of political <laughs> yeah, correctness yeah. at all. Like we are the furthest from it. You know, well. Some of the jokes and stuff that we've come up with are, are pretty dark in places, but I don't think we've ever caused actual offense per se. Um, and no. if you have been offended, let us know, and I, you know, I'll personally have a chat with you, and we can apologise and all of that. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's mainly Mike. It probably is me, to be fair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but ultimately, it's not. It's not hugely offensive, but it's just fucking mental. 
but yeah. people feel the need to do that. Yeah, it's just yeah, it throws me a bit. Like like what would go through like as you said, maybe he's just trying to be the big the big bollocks man. Um yeah. Um, unfortunately, and I would quite happily name and shame this company. Um because I do Yeah, think we, we obviously disgusting. don't know who but the site the, is and, and yeah. who the person's responded is. And again, because we weren't there, you know, we have to I don't know about the whole legal thing of saying allegedly people said this. I mean, I, I trust the person that's told me and mm -hmm. asked me to raise this as a question. Um, so I, you know, I take that as, as fairly factual. Um, one of the other, sorry, I was just scrolling through the messages cause I, we, we actually had a bit of a chat me and the, uh, the person that sent this in and there were under 18s there as well. Um, their son who is, uh, under 18, uh, by a few years, apparently looked at them and said that it's so cringy that they think that's funny. And yeah. so, I mean, you've effectively got, you know, 15 year old kids there at a site where, where people are using that level of humor. And I don't even, I wouldn't even call it humor to be fair, but you know, different people no, find I... different things funny, but they're, they're using that level of terminology and the like. Um, and yeah, I mean, Les is right. Can you imagine if we were all there, it would have kicked off. Oh, I just, 100%. I don't think it's, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, We've got... Uh, do you know what? I am going to read the full response. I think I'm going to read the full response. Ooh, so ooh, sit I've down, children. This... Get comfy. <laughs> yeah, this is this is from this is this is from the company. So I've just seen your email. One man's joke is another's opportunity to be offended. I guess I wouldn't have used uh, Madeline M, but is recovering a body bag good taste? Is blowing something up good taste? Is dressing up with a gun and shooting people good taste? Where is the line? I've only had your complaint, which as a customer you're welcome to make, and I'll of course consider one complaint out of sixty players. Is your offended line lower? I don't know. Airsoft is a bit of fun, plenty of banter, and as a disabled man, I use the word spazzer to describe myself. One of our marshals is gay, yet laughs at the gay jokes because that's what it is, a joke. Uh, if everything is off limits, what do we do? Not offend drug dealers, prisoners in prison games, shoot targets as pretending to kill other people. Whose line do we follow or should we just stay at home and be outraged at comedians or reporters? I wouldn't have used uh, MM, so Madeleine McCann, as the body and it's not something regular, just a lapse in judgment that seemingly the vast majority either laughed it off or didn't care. Nothing happens when you're offended. I guess we just need to use nice words, not use the dead, uh, not use the word dead and come up with PC games for hobby that basically glorifies war question mark. Well, yeah, see that reply in itself just kind of sums up the site personally for me. Yeah. Um, if, if we got, oh, I'm pretty sure if we got, if I got that reply as a mark, um, as someone sent me a direct message saying that they were offended by something that we did, uh, at Rift Airsoft, um, I'm pretty sure, like Tony, the organizer. Right, first of all, we would probably never, we would never do something like that on purpose. But using using something like that as as a joke, it's not. You're not there to have like take the piss out of missing girls. Like you're there to no. have fun and enjoy enjoy a hobby. Yeah, is it bad taste using a body bag? No, not really. You're you're giving people a combat experience. Um, even if it's a skirmish, you're still a combat experience. But why? My thing is why? Why make it personal to yeah. other people? Do you know what I mean? Like you don't know that there, there could be a relative there um, of Madeline and Madeline. I've forgotten her name now. How'd you say it? Uh, Madeline. Mad Madeline. Um, yeah. 
like who would take massive offense to it and then all they need to do is go to the news like luckily like we have a largest following but we're not we're not worldwide well we are worldwide but we're not a news broadcaster um so we can only reach a certain amount of people um but yeah i, I just personally i think it's a bit that reply just sums up the site really because what else are they going to use yeah, it's just, I mean, and ultimately, it airsoft is a, is ultimately a hobby which is very much on the knife edge in terms of if it potentially ever got banned. Because, you know, we're already carrying effectively replica firearms, mm -hmm. which, you know, there's already problems with that going on. There's already knobheads who run around on Halloween and other such events. They take them into schools thinking that, you know, because they're easily accessible and, and ultimately it's causing problems. Mm -hmm. So, Imagine if you're now tossing that in with problems of racial abuse or, you know, misogyny. I mean, I know we've covered other things in, in that as well, but it all starts to compile that as to being, or maybe maybe it's not got a really good audience and really good um, sort of community and everything like that because it's full of a bunch of dickheads. You know, <laughs> yeah. and that's, that's ultimately the, the impression that people will have outside of our community mm -hmm. if that's the way that we're holding ourselves. So yeah. I think we as a community need to be holding people accountable when they're doing shit things like that, basically. Fresh Meat says, we used to call yeah. ours Barry. Fine. You know, and, and granted, granted, that may still, if someone, if this is going to sound a bit ridiculous but if someone's uncle or something like that was called barry and they'd obviously passed away that could be upsetting for them but it's yeah. going to be less i think less insensitive because that's a mm. much lower thing like i don't know just don't even give it a name <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, just go and recover the body it's not a problem yeah. it doesn't even need to be a body um, just the 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 body bag it doesn't need to have anything yeah. in it just carry the bag <laughs> full of sand define events so Define Events has said, and we, we actually asked them before the show if they would have a chance mm. to kind of jump on. Um, they said, as organisers, we have to understand that what we do effectively initiate, imitates violence, death, and generally nasty things. But when we run Op Irene, Blackhawk Down, we won't be referring to real names. We will. We also have to be aware that there is a line. I would not name a body bag after a person and take the piss out of it, even if you are following a real event, then so be it. But you have to be respectful. Mm -hmm. 100%. Um, so yeah, uh, apparently they will be using the real soldier's name, but we will do it respectfully. And I mean, the, the the thing is, there's a big difference there because you're you are replicating an actual event. Yeah, you're doing you know, more. Of there a is an element of reenactment. Exactly. It's it's not like I mean, frontline events. They are a reenactment society, but they're not going around reenacting the worst bits. You know what I mean? No. Like there, there's, there's definitely, you know, they obviously grew very good reenactments of, of various mm -hmm. things, but they're not, they're not going around doing the bits that we all, you know, and I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast because we all know the bits I'm talking about, but they're not doing that. And that's, that's where it draws the line. There is no reason to just draw all this crap into airsoft. It's a game. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> You've anyway. got him all flustered. Should we read some of the, should we read some of the, let's the read some of the comments. Yeah. yeah that we've we've uh, uh, gone through because everyone's everyone's put in a um a comment and i think that's um yeah it's worth reading let's start let's start with rages so rage said if someone called my son spazza that i didn't know i would end them it's offensive <laughs> yeah um and i would Joel not like says really that, shitty but... response from the site as well yeah 100 percent 
uh, Les says, bang out of order, it's a kid, P45 the site, mate. So obviously we, we don't know the details of the site. Um, so And and because it's alleged, because we obviously weren't there. If, if we were there, you know, I would be absolutely branded this everywhere if, if, I, if yeah. I had the opportunity. <laughs> but it's not my place to do that because I can't verify it myself. So um, Daniel Brewer says, I find it totally disgusting and disrespectful. Shame on that site. Mm-hmm. Steven says, personally, I vote in my wallet. If I don't like the site and people, I don't play there. And I completely agree with that. Lovely. I think ultimately, yeah. you know, that that's that's the case. Um, James C, no, nah, that's not funny. Not funny at all. Not a matter of political correctness, just a basic human decency. 100%. Uh, Kenny says, sounds moronic. Sounds moronic, yeah. Uh, do you know what? I'm genuinely really happy that our community of of like audience and stuff like that, and I hope sort of people listening back to the show agree with us on this, that we're all on the same opinion because it shows that we're not all fucking knobheads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it genuinely you, wound me up when I, I found this out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Daz says, if I hear that, I wouldn't go to their event again. Mm-hmm. Uh Ray says the reason that people say shit like that is because they've never been punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, Rage. That's, love that's a, that, do you know what? That is the quote. Oh, Rage has done the final quote of uh, quote of the show. That is literally it. Yeah. we're going to read out. That is. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rage also says, "No, Mike. We as human beings need to hold anybody to account, not just in airsoft." Mm-hmm. And I completely agree. Completely agree. Um, but I just bringing it back to an airsoft podcast um, rather than just a general <laughs> yeah. rant about political correctness. Uh, Harry Badger says, when we play these fictitious games, it's simple to change the names to protect the innocent. It's a dick mm-hmm. move to use real names. And that's um, what she is. She, she was innocent at the end of the day, no matter what's happened yeah. to her. Um, she was a, she was a small child. So um, why, why does that need to be made a game as such? Um, yeah. It's not like, it's not like reenact. It's not like, Airsoft is going around and re- recreate like the Texas shootings and things like that in schools or uh, things like that. It's not all the other school shootings. It's that's not you wouldn't. Uh, no. Oh, well, that's the thing. That's up. the thing. Can you imagine <laughs> if an airsoft site went right? Today's game, everybody, is that we're going to be replicating a school shooting. Like, fuck off! No, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's just fucking mental, isn't it? And it, uh, to I mean, me, that's, that's it's the same. That's sort effectively of... along the same lines. Yeah. Isn't it really? It's it's oh well, you know, don't don't take offence. We're not we're not you know one of these nations that have lots of school shootings. It's like no, but yeah. I mean that's, that's then, hypothetical. Like... That's obviously just something that we've just yeah. come up with as a as a metaphor example. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's just a couple more Andy that came in as well. So we've got fresh meat says it's along the same lines as the site that ran a Russia Ukraine game, thinking it was okay, and that was like the first week of the Russian invasion as well. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, to find I have an old sensible bloke on my team that stops me doing insensitive things. He's basically my PR manager. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, and Daniel says, if I think if I was at that event, I would refuse to play and probably leave on the spot. Yeah, so, I think I would have done as well, yeah. and I would have made I would have made my um, feelings quite well known as well at the yeah. time. Well, it's cheered me up that we've all we've all come to the same opinion because that's yeah. I love so for listeners. the person that asked that question, I want you just because I know that you're in the chat. I want you to just you know take take some solace in the fact that we are all behind you because yeah, that's mental. Um, right, let's go on to some fun things. Uh, Alex says, "Mike, have you been shot on your chip uh, chops?" No, so <laughs> I 
covered it at the start of the show. I bit myself last week and it all got inflamed and I'm just a snake, apparently. So um there we go. He um he was um, eating shit, bit his lip, and infected himself because he eats crap <laughs> off the floor. <laughs> Basically, that's that's what it was. I wasn't doing that. Don't start spreading rumors. <laughs> that might eat shit off the floor. Um <laughs> Right, there's another question that came in from Les. He messaged me earlier in the week. and um, Ooh, Private messages again. We'll probably Ooh. throw this... Uh, actually, you know what? Let's save that one for when Lance is around as well, because that's quite an interesting one for like, all three of us to answer. Um, so we'll do that one another time. Kenny says, have you seen the Phalanx Airsoft minigun on the pickup truck? Mm, have you seen this? This no. is the, um, like the, the massive... Oh, what the... Um, sea whiz, I think they, yeah, I think they refer whiz, to. Yeah. Well. yeah, yeah, the one that looks. Yeah, I, I was the one that posted it on the or shared it on the uh, NoFo community chat. And if you're not a member, oh, of that, join, have. join now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want one. No, actually, no, I want two. Where would you put them? <laughs> I would buy two trucks or just one truck and have them both on it. One on the bonnet, <laughs> side by side or front and back. Oh, side by side. <laughs> having doing that see the, the only question i had and i'd be interested if anyone is more up to speed on this than i i couldn't work out if it's life size so because i, I was under the, I, I, was I know it big. as the seaweed so i'm going to refer to it as seaweed but i thought it was bigger the the actual sort of seaweed kit um whereas the replica seemed smaller um, I i'd be interested smaller. to know yeah because i don't think you can fit i just wanted to know if it was a one-to-one scale replica yeah a whiz. I'm just going to call it the whiz. Uh, I don't think you can fit a whiz on the back of a pickup truck. I so know. I'd say it's that's what I mean. Than... I don't know. I don't know enough about them. Uh, apparently, it's much smaller than the real one. So, angry R2D2. <laughs> angry R2D2. Has anyone seen the video pop up of it of the of the same thing? The sea whiz tracking a, p- a passenger plane that flew over. No. Oh, the, so, the, the airsoft one. No, no, no. A real one was tracking a real um, passenger plane flying over the boat, and they had to turn it off because it was tracking it because it was within its radar range. I'll see if I can find it. I'll post it, post it up on the community chat. Yeah. So it, it kind of spurs How an the interesting fuck side question. Chrono it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe it's set to semi or semi-auto. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess one of the questions that kind of stems out of this is, do we think um, that automated turrets are a good idea in airsoft? Because obviously there's an element of blind firing, for one. Because mm-hmm. obviously the, you know, the system by which you're firing it i guess could be effectively automated um you know we, we've got the technology nowadays where tracking and the like can be implemented in computer controlled so what do you think Andy? do you reckon it's a case of a good idea bad idea i think they have potential for certain games um it's not something that's really used as far as i know in real life situations where you would set up a turret other than in computer games and things like that. So I would say it has potential, but you would need to either have it controlled and not like fully automated, if that makes sense. I think having a little, little screen or something 
like a, a drone gun maybe but then you'd have to make it you'd have to give it so the the drone that i'm building for um the eod um side of things is it's got a knockdown panel um which activates a kill switch so you, uh people can take it out is that just a block i've <laughs> i know that you're going to make block. it more complicated but i imagine <laughs> it's literally just a block of wood that just has to fall perfectly on the kill switch no no it's going to have a little it's going to have a proper little painted target for people to see right but when it gets knocked over it will yeah, trigger yeah. a ki- kill but switch. i mean that one that one have a firing mechanism on it I've, from my understanding because you're using it as like an eod yeah setup so it's not going to be I, running around shooting players i i could if I got bored, I could take the arm off and put a gun on it. <laughs> if needs be. <laughs> here comes Jessica armored. Said, resp- I- yeah, here comes armored support. Is <laughs> Andy just following <laughs> it along? <laughs> Harry says, "Watch this space for a motion tracking turret with a box, Mac." <laughs> yeah, Harry, you've got so many. You've got a list of things to do, mate. Mike's still waiting for his battle badger. Battle badger. <laughs> <laughs> Which, funnily enough, Stephen Whitehead's mentioned. He said, just unleash a pack of Boston Dynamics dogs and call it a day. I would love <laughs> yeah. to have a game of Airsoft on Boston Dynamics dogs. Just riding into battle like the cavalry would be fantastic. Um, so just I mean, I think they're quite jittery as well. But yeah, sorry, Karen. Um, a friend of mine who's uh, listening to the show um, has literally sent me a message saying, uh, the height of the seaweeds is um, 15.5 feet or 7.4.7 metres. And it weighs uh, twelve thousand five hundred pounds. Yeah, I mean, I was guessing that the weight would probably be substantially less. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, there you go. But yeah, no, cool. Thank you for that. I'm genuinely interested because um, that was the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, it's got rungs and stuff up the side of it. I thought, oh, I don't know. Couldn't quite work out the scale of the thing when I saw it. Um. Yeah, Rach says Boston Dynamics is the precursor to Skynet. <laughs> yeah. oh my oh, god can you imagine that we have like a literal ai force on the other like, yes yeah. <laughs> we have haven't you got seen enough players the... to fill both sides so we're going to release the robot airsofters yeah. have you seen the robot that shoots the stand-up rope that they hit with bats and kick it over and it stands up and carries on shit i need to send some links to people There's is that this... that's not boston dynamics that's boss town dynamics isn't it by no. corridor crew no no it's literally they did a There's... spoof of it no, no, there's. I'm. I'm not sure if it's. It. They look Chinese. I'm not going to lie. They look Chinese, um, and they literally had um, a robot that they were pushing over, um, and, and spin it round, and it still shoot the target every time. And it was like human shape. I was not impressed with this. I'm not a fan of AI. I think it's going to be the doom of us all. There you go. Said it. AI sucks. <laughs> Yeah, and when you make AI into sex dolls, I'm sorry, that's even worse because then it literally sucks. <laughs> Let's say it's a seaweed with a red dot. Dot dot dot. Seaweed. So Ray says, "Yeah, it'll be good as long as you can shoot pyre at them." Uh, Harry obviously says, "Yes, yes, yes" to auto turrets. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, fresh. Uh, Kenny came up with the idea of a sewer pipe chrono. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fresh meat but, also gave us the facts. Sorry, mate. Oh, there you go. Yep. Sorry, bud. Did not see 15. that. 15.5 at all. Nice. You win. Uh, 
Okay. Ray says, did you not see that AI drone simulation test by the USAF that killed its operators so it could complete its mission? It was a simulation. No, I didn't see that. That's what? quite scary. No, we need to stop. We need to stop now. That's why unemployment is so high, because it's being taken over by robots. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This, this is like the least podcast, the least airsofty <laughs> podcast that I think we've done. Um, one one thing I find interesting with AI is that they did some testing a while ago to see um, if you could sort of help teach the AI ethical situations. So your car will be programmed to save you. Your car is not programmed if it sees a group of people in, in the road ahead of you. It's not going to, you know, if it's got the option to either drive you into a wall or drive through the crowd of people, the car... You know, are you going to buy a car that's got like crowd safety control on it that's going to potentially try and kill you? And and there was uh, this whole debate as to whether the cars would actually be built for ethical situations or to protect its occupants. And um, that is why I buy one without any intelligence to it, or gearboxes, or anything like that, just <laughs> that fall off. <laughs> Stick with an old car with a key, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> don't make it don't make it smart uh kenny says it's called phalanx because it was the greek shield wall and it can put up a wall of lead that's interesting hmm. so where's the seawiz come from then i think it's the same thing that's probably it? a uh yeah it's probably a, an acronym but daniel says vanguard Sorry, Daniel says Vanguard Airsoft team have a sentry gun that has a thermal tracker on it. Like, God, fuck me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We <laughs> need to get them on. <laughs> we need to get them on. Make a note. We need to talk to them. I want to see this in action. <laughs> right. Even, uh, Defiant says, even with the driver in place, Andy, your car has no intelligence. <laughs> to be fair, uh, I can't, right. I, I can't even argue against that. It's pretty factual, that one. <laughs> yep. Can't, yeah, well done, James. <laughs> uh, right, keep your questions coming in. If you have any, please whack a little cue on the start of the question. It just helps me find it. That would be absolutely grand. Right, next question we had come in. This one came in via email. This one's from... Uh, Where's it coming? Hang on, I've lost it. Uh, Pyro Player 6. Evening. How do you balance your desire to play aggressively in Airsoft with the need to follow Milsim objectives and adhere to team tactics? I make sure that I'm on a team that plays aggressive. I'm, I'm quite a forward But then you're player. not balancing your know. objectives and team tactics? Well, no, I can be aggressive towards an objective. Capture this person. Okay, they're dead. Or... You you can be aggressive and still play the so the way I play I'm I'm quite forward forward heavy um like I'll, I'll get up there I'll get into CQB situations I'll get up close um for like the guaranteed hits and things like that but I can still play the objective so if I need to hold a certain area you will normally find me quite forward of the of the whole point as as the as the basically the front line um. And I would hope that the squad that I was in would do the same thing and have a bit of forward planning. Because like at the last event, when we had to hold that um, building, we didn't actually go into the building. Um, me and the lads that I was with, we went out on the outside to stop them from coming in. You know, on the last one at Red Tide, 
Ah, right. Sorry, I was thinking shift your riffs. It confused me. No, no, um, no. Uh, yeah, red tight. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing with defensive taskings is effectively, you know, you, you see this a lot of the time at skirmish games, and there are usually rules in place to sort of try and keep players in a confined space who are defending mm-hmm. an objective. But realistically, the best way to defend an objective is to fight the enemy as far away from the objective as possible. Because if you're fighting over there, they've got a lot more distance that they've got to cover. So if you die, you know, you've got space for several more waves of people that they potentially have mm-hmm. to fight through rather than just one solid wall, which you know you could take out with a grenade or something like that. Um Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I reckon you can balance it quite well once you start knowing how you play as a person. Um, I know there's a, a regular pl- a listener, um, Pegasus. He's a very aggressive, like very forward. I wouldn't say aggr- like we're not aggressive as in being arseholes to everyone. Um, no, as in like might, you're pushing yeah, constantly, we like, push like to try and move forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we can still play the objectives because you get to your objective and then you kind of slow your pace down a little bit and you make sure that if anyone does come towards the objective or if it's, um, say, for an example, in a capture uh, one, you're in there quick, you've got the you've got your objective um, and then the people behind you can catch up and secure it better while you push forward. Um, mm. So I think, I think once you know how your play style works, you're definitely a lot... Um, you, you can definitely play objectives while being... Uh, a forward aggressive player personally because yes. I think some people would probably disagree but I think I am quite a forward forward acting player in airsoft I'm there to shoot and get shot so well I mean realistically you see it a lot of the times whenever you get um events which are like quite bottlenecky you, you can mm-hmm. end up with situations where you know we've all seen it where you've got a doorway and you've got maybe like 10 people either side of the doorway sort of just stacking up and not really doing anything. And it's not necessarily that they are um, unable to move forward. It's potentially they just haven't looked at all the available options. Um, yeah. So at Shift Your Rifts, we had this. We were trying to push down. Uh, right, let me try and orientate myself. So as you come into the, the game zone at Shift Your Rifts and turn an immediate right, there's like a back road that Echo runs base. up. Echo base. So we were we were pinned basically between the sort of ammunition storage bunkers mm-hmm. um, and echo base. So we we're sort of trying to push up there, and there's there's all these people just standing behind the crates, and grenades are coming in and taking out great groups of people. And all it took really was just literally get on your belt buckles and just sneak around the barricade, and then we started pushing up the tree line on the left hand side. But people weren't doing this, and and you just there's no movement you're not going anywhere you're not gaining anything you're not achieving any extra points all you're effectively doing is just dwindling your resources because we were just losing people Mm -hmm. you know but you also end up with these back background generals don't you where like the people like three feet behind push forward it's like yeah but (laughs) there's practicalities of doing that lead from the front (laughs) yeah um i'm i'm very much uh, the worst thing is when you organise every like everyone's sitting there in a stalemate, and you you sit there and you spend five minutes organising everyone. And you go right, you lot push up with me while you lot cover us, and you you run around the corner and there's you and one other person, and everyone else is still hiding. And you just get lit up. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thanks very much. Yeah. It happens more in skirmishes. It happens less in <laughs> in sim events, definitely. Um, but yeah, you spend all that time organising stuff and. Mm. Kind of, yeah, 
yeah. but I'm there. I'm, I'm I mean, there to get shot, and I think I think some people don't. It, yeah, it is painful, and I do I do think some people don't like getting hit. But you do need to accept it if you if you want to take an objective, and you you are an aggressive player. If you get hit, you get hit. There's there's not really <clears throat> anything you can do about it. It's going to happen. No, so, well, it's it's the teamwork element as well. I find. Yeah. So again, at skirmish events, you don't generally tend to get a lot of people teaming together. You might have like yeah. a group of mates, maybe sort of twos or threes, sort of little clusters, perhaps. But for the most part, you don't get sort of like the the big. I say organised. I mean, we've we've all seen Milsim teams that aren't organised, but you, you can't you don't get the great like groups of like 10, 15 players that are kind of all working towards the same objective and mm-hmm. they're communicating and that because you don't get that at, at skirmish events. It tends to be more Milsims and battle sims where there's that kind of coordination happening. Um, and when you're on your own, you know, <laughs> there's only so many players that you can fight against realistically. Um, when it's for proper like force on force, you're not. There's, there's no cover fire if you're running over a berm to try and attack the enemy. It's just going to end up like, yeah. you know, you just get mown down basically. Just... <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. like Daniel said. <laughs> some people, <laughs> some people always forget their feet, don't they, Andy? <laughs> yeah. I'd like uh, me. Daniel plays at um, uh, Rift quite regularly, um, and it, he's a he's a very forward acting player as well. Um, and it would be good to see him. I'm hit, I'm trying to hint now, mate. It would be nice to see you at some sim events. I'm winking for our listeners. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Terry's just said, one way to get the gobby player out of the way, just shoot him. Like, <laughs> oh, dear. Um, That's uh, 16th century tactics, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Harry says, doing my first NARM event this weekend. That sounds cool. Uh, when researching the GI loadout, I found forums and groups were a bit picky about loadout accuracy. Have you experienced this on NARM or other niche era events? Yes. Um, yes, I, I have. I mean, I've, yeah, you, you go for it. I mean, you've got a lot more experience, Andy. I mean, you've probably been a little bit picky sometimes as well because of the background. In this. Yeah, so it all depends. Like on some events, you do really try to. Um, portray the people correctly. Um, like it's, I was mainly World War Two um, and Korean War, um, a reenactor, and you do try to keep your kit as real as possible. But to be honest, there's all there's always going to be that person. There's always going to be that person in any sort of reenactment or um, uh, reenactment loadout, for example. Um, you get people in skirmishes that never played a milsim in their life and they're wearing all their gucci gear and they look down on people that have turned up in joggers and trackers do you know what i mean it's um you're going to get it in all walks of life um if you do the best you can uh, the the people that actually matter probably won't really give a shit to be honest um as long as you look reasonably good if you've got a um 1962 dated mess tin i don't think like or or jacket or something i don't think people are going to be that bothered um i'd honestly just just go with what you've got and and enjoy the event if people are going to start getting picky about it then that's their problem just enjoy it mate 100 percent. and and the nam events are good um i've been to one um i was um viet cong which is great 
because it was just basically pajamas um, and a straw hat. So, <laughs> like, but yeah, it was um, as just enjoy it, mate. Don't don't worry about what other people think. As long as you're doing it and you don't ridiculously stand out, like you're wearing pink camo, for example, just enjoy it. That's yeah, like rocking up in multicam or something like that's obviously yeah, going to be yeah. a bit stand out. Um, I mean, we've we've done a um, Falklands game before, and I mean that was, you know, we we had a stab at best as best we could. It wasn't a replica kit by all means, but we were we were sort of trying our best from the perspective of people that don't do this regularly to do these reenactment events, and I think mm-hmm. that does play into it because if you you know if there's forums for doing Vietnam events, they're obviously quite a popular one. Falklands is less popular, I would say. Um, World War Two is probably up there in terms of popular events that you know these events are happening pretty much regularly enough that it might be worth yeah. investing in the loadouts and the kit if if you want to do that. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, it and depends on the fortune. event. I would say a little bit, but yeah, cost cost of was cost of fortune or soldier of fortune does actually have quite a lot of <laughs> n- uh, NAM and World War Two era kit. Um, that seems to be what they're tailored towards um and to be honest um vietnam you, you can still pretty much get away with um green combats it depends on what unit you're portraying as well because each unit had totally different um bits of kit so if you're going to do an event do i would always say do a bit of research into what unit you want to portray um to see what sort of weapons and stuff they had but it's like you wouldn't. You, we've spent all this money on modern kit. Like we're all running. Pretty much everyone has an M4 of some sort. You're not going to go out and buy um, a 1960s M1, whatever it is. Is it M161 or something? The, it brings about. Let's say, I don't know. Yeah. Let's just say. Um, let's just say a period weapon. You're not going to go out and spend all that money on a period weapon just to kind of look the part. You'd. you'd fluff it up a little bit you'd you'd make it look dirty so in the photos from a distance it looks looks the part i'd just say research and go and have fun that's the main thing ultimately yeah. again going back to the I mean, we've, we've iterated this a couple of times now it's a game you know yeah. and, <laughs> and if the event that you're going to is a specialized reenactment then you are probably going to want to try and reenact that a little bit mm. and you know, people's budgets aren't unlimited. So if you can't get hold of a super expensive bit of, you know, niche, niche kit or gear that, you know, it's, it's really set the bar. There are, there are ways and means of getting around it. I mean, US, um, the US helmets for Vietnam, you, you could go and splash out on having a real one. You could get a mocked up one that's not real, you know, that's got the cover on it. So it doesn't look too dissimilar. Um, you know, we airsoft helmets, the number of people that run around with plastic airsoft helmets as opposed to the yeah. proper ballistic rated ones. Um, but then, you know, I've done events where I've worn the Mark Six helmet just because I wanted to get the feel of that for an event. And it was very heavy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then it's like um, my, um, my, my LMG, I've made it the same weight as the real one unloaded. So it just gives you mm-hmm. a small small inkling of what the people that you're technically portraying um, had to go through. So, yeah, I think it's a good, you can see it from some point, people's point of view, but ultimately you're there to have fun. 
and that's all that matters. And if someone's going to get picky and say, oh, you shouldn't be wearing this green, it should be your green is 0015. Um, yeah, you was, and your, but you should be wearing 00192. You just go, fuck off, mm. it's green. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, um, Anvil Airsoft has just uh, chipped in and said, I know a channel that's done a great basic NARM loadout video. <laughs> <laughs> go and check out Anvil Airsoft. Yeah, go check out Anvil Airsoft. We haven't done a NARM loadout. I think you should. I think you and Lance should do your um, uh, Falklands loadout. I didn't do it. Yeah, but I, do. Think you, I think you and Lance should do that. I've got loads of... I'll have loads of questions for you. Yeah. See, my Falklands loadout, the only thing I really didn't like on my Falklands loadout, and I couldn't find a way around it, I had to use M81 Woodland US trousers because I've got a bit of a muffin top going on, Andy, and I can't find oh, Woodland DPM trousers that We're... fit, basically. That's fine. Just don't do them up and use a ratchet strap. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Just crank in. myself into my yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going for you need a quick release one though, because when you need to go for a loo, it's bad. <laughs> um, right, there's all sorts of stuff popping up in the chat. Yeah, we got um, loads of good comments. Yeah, let me just flick through. Right, um, oh yeah, there's one more there. One more there. Right. Um, I'll, I'll run through from the top because I know there was a couple right at the beginning. Andy, I bought an NI chess rig off Amazon and it's well good. Oh, yeah. My one. Yeah, it's really good, isn't it? Like, I was generally shocked how good it is. If people need a uh, NI ch chess rig, definitely go on Amazon. Um, it's, it's a cracking, cracking bit of kit. Can we can we whack a link on our community chat? Uh, yeah, we can. Yeah, I'll go and dig it out. Okay, so if you're on the... If you're on if you're on the Facebook, um, please the feel Facebook. free to go and check that out. We'll, we will put a link to it on there. Um, uh, Daniel Brewer says, Andy, you can print Steve a new whistle. Oh, yeah. Steve. <laughs> so uh, um, Tony Whitmarsh, um, the owner of Rift, has had a whistle since basically day one. And I think Steve lost it at Shift Your Rifts. <laughs> so it's like, there's <laughs> big uproar about it. <laughs> <laughs> Marky Mark says, Andy, I've had confirmation my Gen 3 DDPM are currently Ooh. in production. Stay tuned for review. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yes. I want to see these. Very excited about these. I've got money sitting to one side ready for a set of um, special trousers <laughs> that I want. Uh, Ray says, the reason... Oh, we've, uh, I've kept that because I want to make that. Yeah, we want to keep that. Um, That's going to be the end of yeah. the show. Uh, old age, apparently, set, uh, old age, I find, slows you down your aggressive style um and then terry agrees it's granddad rights yeah. <laughs> right. uh, steven's play style is meat shield yeah um, which works you know but picking um, up small children and just putting them in front of you and then putting them down and carry on going is frowned upon normally <laughs> yeah i mean I, I don't think it's a case of picking someone up that's unwilling <laughs> yeah. to be a human shield yeah. um i think it's more you know someone volunteers to run on point <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I prefer my way. <laughs> uh, Kenny says hiding the brambles near the objective. Yeah, that works. Um, yeah, uh, Daniel's already planning to attend Nelson uh, event. Lovely. So good, good. Uh, I apologise. I am not a hundred percent on how to pronounce his name. I, I, Ildif, Ildif. and it's a girl. Ildif. 
is a girl. How is it pronounced? No, I know. I know. I just wasn't sure you how it's pronounced. His name. I think it's... Uh, oh, their name. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Uh, popping in as promised. Stickers arrived today. Thank you so much for sending. Lovely. Not a problem at all. So that was I a... apologise for butchering your name. <laughs> yeah. That was a listener that is um, currently trying to fill up a um, gun case with stickers. So we sent her a couple. Hope you enjoy them. Hope they stick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rage says, surely for a Vietnam event, as long as you are playing Credence Clearwater Revival, you've done <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Or Ride of the Valkyries um, is another good one. Yeah. Frontline events are very understanding. Their suggested Argentine loadout was almost completely proxy and well cheap to get hold of. I mean, mm-hmm. I think they're kicked up with Kit, uh, Kit Goblin. Um, oh, yeah, that's another good site. So if you want um, sort of an, another company that you can have a chat to in terms of getting uh, interesting bits of kit, then yeah, Kit Goblin. Um, my neck was broke after shift with that big old lid on. Yeah. Apparently. I bet. <laughs> Um, Ray says same with Black Hawk Down if someone doesn't play Faith no more it's not Black Hawk Down or House of Pain for that matter so I mean with Rage you can basically just turn up to the event naked and just play some appropriate music and you're sweet basically yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Terry's waiting for the uh, Polionic event I have all the original kit (laughs) (laughs) yeah No, genuinely, bags. genuinely. <laughs> I I saw a, a little advert come up on Facebook the other day, and it was um for uh like a little Lego um shop basically. And I, I've um, I was looking at getting it for for Terry. I thought it might be a little <laughs> little cheeky present for him. Um, I haven't yet, but if if you if you could Terry, I might I might treat you. Um, James C says the Falklands War is criminally underrepresented in media and in airsoft and just in general. Mm-hmm. And I would agree with that. Uh, right, quickly flick through these because literally the, the longer we take to say comments, people keep posting more. Um, Defiant says, at Anvil, love your kit vids because I'm a uh, <laughs> sat gear whore too. I'm guessing that there was a correction in there. Giant gear whore, maybe. Because I'm a sad. Sad, sad gear whore too. There you go. Oh yeah, sad would make sense. Um, it's literally written thanks. just underneath the comment, mate. Yeah, but I'm reading the, the starred ones. Look, 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 there you go, look. So there you go. Show. Sad. There you go. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Joel says nothing like the cold, wet leather of a Mark Six helmet. Oh. Gross. <laughs> yeah, I can't well. I can't say that's one of my favourite things, but yeah. uh, Anvil says green lightweight trousers do the job for larger fellows for Cold War loadouts. Mm-hmm. That's a good shout. Um, Stephen says, "What price glory what probably price? do repro in your size, Mike?" Yeah, what price glory is another price. shop? Ah, right. Okay, sorry. I will check them out. I'll make a note of that. Uh, uh, Les has asked Andy if you print Nofo keyrings. I'm. Do you know what? I'm surprised you didn't say. Um, oh, look, he's written it down now. Thanks, mate. <laughs> I suppose it, can you print me a t-shirt do you know what I am I'm going to 3D print you a t-shirt t-shirt key ring very, with no foe on it very stiff fresh meat's also mentioned the lightweight sorry fresh meat I appreciate we're, we're covering things that you're saying after the fact that you post them as well so yeah there you go <laughs> um <laughs> 
Oh god, that was torture. I'm a girl, and it's pronounced like Haley without the H. Ailey. Oh. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> Making a name. Ailey. Ailey then. Ailey. So Ailey. Yeah. Sorry, we cool. both butchered your name because I was calling you Edith. Yeah. Alex has, <laughs> has helped as well. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. It's a nightmare. It's genuinely a nightmare. Whenever you get emails, and then I have to ring them up. And I, I, I'm always honest. I say, look, I don't know how to pronounce your name. I'm really sorry. Can you just tell me? Because otherwise I'm going to spend the first like 20 minutes of this meeting just completely guessing and just changing it and sort of trying to hope someone else will, will say something. Ah, so um, like all the listeners from other countries, if you've got a weird name, just email Mike. <laughs> so, me and Lance yeah. won't read it. It'll all be down to Mike and he'll, he'll <laughs> lose his temper with us. So yeah, please email us. <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, right. There was a question that came in from Les. Les says, Ooh. where do you draw the line to costing? Not everyone can afford the loadout plus. Where would you store it if you don't have the space? So for me, um, I'm also a bit of a kit whore. So I would, I tend to save my money for the decent bits of kit. Um, and for me, I'm reasonably lucky because um, the missus has given me a room. Um, but um, a lot of my stuff is up on the walls. Um, you've, you've always got space on your walls, uh, the way I see it. Because <laughs> you don't hang... People don't tend not to hang stuff on the walls. So put a shelf up um, or a little cupboard with doors. Um, you can pick them up from Amazon for like 35 quid or something if you don't want it all on show. Um, and you can tuck them into a little corner or something. Um, there's some really good pictures of people's gun cupboards and things on um, uh, kittengear.com, I think it is. Kittengear. I'll have to Google it. I'll, I'll put it up on the community on our um, Facebook group. Um, but it's got like loads of really good ideas of like how to store um, like um, weapons and kit and stuff. Um, but if you're lucky enough to have it on display, um, you can get a couple of bits of 4 by 2 or 2 before, whichever way you want to say it, and build yourself like a little uh, display rack. Um, I've built one out of cast iron pipes I've screwed to the wall that I hang my plate carrier and my stuff on. Um, I would say if you're lucky, try and, try and display it. I'm Sorry, we'll see. come back. There's, there's, some, there's some funny <laughs> stuff going on in the chat. I'll come back to that in a bit. Um, for me, I mean, I guess that's that's obviously assuming that you've got space to put a cupboard or things on the wall. Um, I, I'm walls. probably fit. Yeah, I mean, you also said you're a kit whore. I wouldn't say you're a kit whore. I think you're quite good at terms of just buying the stuff you need. Yeah, so I'm not. I would say that... I'm. A, I mean, I've got you're literally. <laughs> I've got shell. I mean, I'll see if I can actually. Tell you, give me give me five minutes in a bit towards the end of the show. Yeah. We'll come back on after the little debrief we'll thing, and I will show you. We'll have a little bit of a post post episode uh, thing. where I'll show you my my cupboard. Um, He's going to lift up. Very his skirt. exciting for everyone behind <laughs> the scenes. Lift up his skirts, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Because it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. If I if I don't use something for a few years, it doesn't. It tends not to get kept. It get, tends to get sold for something that I know that I need. Um, so I'm not a kit whore as such, but I'm a bit of a kit snob. I'd call maybe. you a gear though. A gear? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, a gear though. As in like a bit of a gear weirdo. 
in terms of like you 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 are I'm um, literally every other listener is literally going you've just called Andy a dildo yeah that was literally <laughs> the first thing that pops in my head thanks Mike I'm now a dildo <laughs> <laughs> um I mean ultimately I think it depends on what you're playing so if you are a regular sort of skirmish attender and you know I appreciate this is a Milsim based podcast, but you know, if you're going to be going to skirmishes, realistically, what kit do you need? You need your rifle, some good eye pro, some good boots, and then some trackies. In, in all fairness, like you know, you're just going to be running about. You don't necessarily need all the kit to play airsoft. If you're going to go with more of a Milsim approach, then it, it does tend to be more elaborate in terms of the kit. I mean, if you've got to do overnighters and stuff like that, I mean, straight away, you've got camping kit to add on to that. Um, Oh, I have more so camping it, kit than I do airsoft kit. It's ridiculous. I'm like, oh, I've got two hammocks, one for summer, one for winter. I've got two tents, one for summer, one for winter. I've got three bivy bags for no <laughs> yeah, reason. <laughs> yeah, three bivy bags. I think I've got, yeah, I've, I've collected bivy, uh, bivy bags are my downfall. Um, That's my one. I think I've got about six now <laughs> of all different styles. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's, that's obviously storage. So let, let's just cover the costings on this as well. So, for starters, it depends if you want to buy kit new or not. I would always suggest, personally, that if you are wanting to try stuff out, it's best to try the stuff out. Either you know you've got you've seen other people that have it. You go, oh, can you just can I have a look at that and can I maybe try that on if they're sort of similar size to you and you just want to have a go at stuff. I mean, you know, clothes might be a bit trickier on that front, but like plate carriers and things like that. Obviously you can get a kind of a feel for how things are because the biggest thing, and I think everyone in the chat would probably agree with me. When you start off with airsoft, you go, Ooh, that's shiny. I'll buy that. And then you put it on and you're like, ah, oh, this is so uncomfortable. Like this is not designed for yeah, movement yeah. at all. So right, I'm <laughs> going to put that aside. And then, you know, you, you start this box of stuff that I don't really need. and I'll, I'll get rid of it at some point. And then the box turns into two boxes. And then, you know, some people get rid of this stuff. Some people don't. Um, and that's how it accumulates. So you can end up wasting a lot of money on kit that you probably won't end up wanting to use when you mm -hmm. when you start. Um, go and check out boot fairs. That's another one to save money. You know, shift your riffs was was phenomenal in terms of the deals there. It was like that was know. mental. This year was mental. Some of the yeah. stuff. I don't want to call it like Poundland because it wasn't that things were like ridiculously cheap. It wasn't like all a quid, but the discounts felt like Poundland. If that makes yeah. sense, you're like, oh, that's a good bargain. Like, I'm going to go and buy that. So, yeah, there's opportunities that you don't have to pay full whack. eBay is another one for that. Um, yeah, e eBay, I find that you have to be a little bit careful now and mm. again. Um, also, a lot of the uh, a lot of the airsoft uh, sales groups and things like that, and the Discord chats and things, um, they they can be quite fruitful from time to time. Um, someone wants to get rid of something quick. Um, and it pops up. Um, I, I always like, if I'm passing a military surplus shop, nine times out of ten, unless I'm in a rush, I'll pop in there and just see what they've got. Because you might go in there and go, oh, shit, that's a that's a smock that they've got sitting there for like 30 quid. Mm. And it's 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 brand new. <laughs> Snap that up. Do you know what I mean? It's, mm -hmm. it's things like that. Like It's always worth just popping into little army surplus shops, especially if you're passing. Mm -hmm. Anchor Supplies in Nottingham is one of the best surplus shops. I'm going to keep ranting about this. Um, 
because they sell everything from traffic bollards, surplus traffic bollards, to <laughs> like police police kit and all sort of the various uniform bits and pieces, mm. to boots, to pegs, to KFS, to you know anything you need is pretty much in there. You can you can rock up to that shop, and my Anvil will agree with me because I know they've been in there a few times as well. You can rock up to that shop and you can come out without having spent an absolute fortune and be pretty much kitted out. Yeah, um, it is a good shop. Yeah. I mean, I went, I went in there and they said ice axes and stuff like that. It's like, oh, I, I, my brother's <laughs> yeah. like, you don't need an ice axe. So like, but it might get icy in the winter. <laughs> yeah. Plus look, plus, look how cheap it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so there we go. There we go. Um, right, there was a few comments I just wanted to cover again. So uh, Ailey's in the chat she's got a mental surname as well i won't read it out because otherwise people start tracking you down on the internet because there's, there's weirdos out there um yeah there's two of yeah <laughs> defiant defiance comment just made me laugh because fuck's sake ailey did your parents just throw scrabble tiles at your birth certificate <laughs> <laughs> it made right. me laugh. you can um, you can insult him as well it's not a problem yeah <laughs> <laughs> so there we go um right are there any more questions that come in not at the moment. If there's any more questions, we've probably got time for one more. Uh, in the meantime, while we're waiting, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can do so on our email at nofochat.hotmail.com. Our Instagram is at November underscore foxtrot underscore nofo. And our website is novemberfoxtrot.co.uk. Um, to give people an update, we are looking at procuring some more patches. So we, we are. are in the process of having a chat with a supplier to provide those. So for those who have been reaching out, we will have some patches in the future in terms of what they will look like color wise or style or anything like that. We're going to be going it's with the basic all. logo. This one. Um, but we may and play around one. with some of the colors if we can, we need to look at the costings of all of that. Um, we're going to have, some we also have some made. <laughs> <laughs> we also have some stickers. So if we're at events or you bump into us and he's got one there, um, feel free to come up and say hello. We have some stickers, um, and just keep sharing. It's great. It's, it's have a massive uh, build up of the following since Shift mm-hmm. Your Rifts because we, we obviously had a great chat with a lot of people. So if you know if you know someone out there that might be needing a little bit of tender love and care towards towards their milsim or you know they, they haven't quite made the leap or anything like that, they're unsure about it. Suggest the show. We can always give them a help yeah. in hand if they you know if they're not sure about certain things, they want to ask a question or you know we've obviously got a great audience of people in there as well yeah. to answer oh the, the knowledge so. that that i've learned as well from from all you mm. guys that jump on the show is is phenomenal um but yeah if you know anyone that's bored out their mind on a wednesday um <laughs> <laughs> yeah come along um share yeah. us yeah, Ailey says, or just put a post on Insta that you need stickers, and yeah. Andy will find you. And I will find you. I'll hunt you down. I was like, you know what? Do you know what? I was generally looking through, and I was like, I don't remember liking this person, but she needs, looks like she needs some November Foxtrot stickers. And then they were arrived. There you go. Uh, hi, I did feel really I'm creepy tr- though. I was like, I'm messaging this random lady just going, yeah, you know, see, stickers. <laughs> I was Andy like, and I, am I Andy I and Lance are all on the uh, all on the Instagram. Uh, we're all signed in on the Instagram accounts. So we can all see these messages coming in, and even yeah. I was like, it's a bit strange, Andy. <laughs> I was like, but uh, this was after Shift Your Riffs, and I was like, proper on, right? Let's get our name out there. Let's get some stickers out there. Let's give everyone free stuff. 
because I love everyone. And then that one came up and I was like, do you know what? You deserve some stickers. <laughs> so you were very lucky. And so was I that you didn't turn around and go, fuck off, creep. <laughs> I'm the best person to give out stickers. Just message me. I was trying to give away lollipops at NAF last year. And that was Which, that didn't go down I well. Think, I think that's worse. It was I, worse. If I message, if I I felt, message someone on I Instagram felt bad saying, doing do you that. want a lolly? <laughs> do you want a lolly? <laughs> Yeah, well, you can't do that on Instagram, can you? I'm going to post you a lollipop. <laughs> yeah, you want a lollipop. <laughs> oh, look, why have I got my account banned? Um, Anvil says there was an awful lot of spare kit being sold at the Midlands Airsoft Fair this weekend. Oh, yeah, I wanna, we need to get down to that, don't we? We need to get, I'd like to get down to that and see that, because I hear that's mm. got some good little, good little deals that knock on there. That's the one that uh, Lance has been to a couple of times, hasn't it? Hmm. well we'll put that one in our maybe we need to set up like an events I know we've got our events calendar but maybe we need like a little our thing on there calendar. to tell people when we're going to stuff as well. if we ever go to stuff that might be a good idea <laughs> yeah write <laughs> um, it in your book write in the NoFo bible write it in the book uh, Defiant says kit storage is a sore subject in my house the wife is pissing me there are pelly cases in every room defiance <laughs> yeah. needs lock up storage <laughs> yeah i mean to be fair so you know I, i've been quite fortunate in that we've, i've had a few people sort of give me bits and pieces of kit and i try and give stuff away as well um yeah because that's another nice thing to do in that you can sort of go oh yeah you know, if you like that you just want to take it or you know all people are at, um, events and they're like oh yeah you know, i've got a pair of gloves I'm like, well i've got a spare pair here you go you can just have them yeah. Um, so I do, oh, I do take some lot, of the bits yeah. of kits. Yeah, some of the bit of kit that I don't really use anymore. Sometimes goes to events just because you know I might just mm. give it to someone. I mean, like Ryan, um, good old comms Ryan, was at the event at Shift Your Riffs, and I had a spare pair of um, multi-cam boxes, not used. They were brand new, um, but I think I bought them for. I bought a pair for myself. And I came. I didn't realise I came as a pair of two. So I was like, "Oh, well, there you go. Just give him a pair of boxes." That was a weird engagement because I hadn't yeah. prefaced it with anything. I just literally gave him a yeah. pair of pants. Um, <laughs> Evening, um, Damien. Yeah, pay, pay stuff forward is always a good plan. Uh, Defiant says, "I only have one Nofo sticker, and I have about fifty Pelly cases. They just aren't enough." I'm giving you more than one before. Yeah, you've had more than one. I'm pretty certain. I'll give you some more when the next see you, though, James. Yeah. We'll get some um, more. We're going to have some yeah. special ones made soon. Ailey says lollipops are definitely creepy. Yeah, see, I knew. Yeah, stickers yeah. are better. We need to stop buying lollipops and buy more stickers. Kenny says lollipops would work better if they were fresh up guy. If you were the, if you were where <laughs> the fresh, fresh up, up guy in the club, Lou. No, you can't stand. I'm not going to stand <laughs> at the event <laughs> toilets just going. Do you want a lollipop? <laughs> That's even worse. With the with the odin uh, that smells like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh blimey. Uh Les wants to give a massive shout out to Rage as well. Um for various bits of kit as well. And I, I oh, Rage, echo that yeah. sentiment. So yeah, Rage is absolute legend. Right, there was a question that came in. Uh, there was actually two. And um, I'll save Kenny's, your best all-round riff that works with most game types. I will save for another time because uh, I want to just cover this one. I think it's pertinent to tonight's show. Uh, what's your favourite historical loadouts, chaps? And this is from Anvil Airsoft. Last week. Um, 
No, um, mine would be um, late war um, infantry, World War Two US. Um, I feel the kit's better. Um, the buckle boots were amazing. They're a lot more comfortable. The kit's less hot. They start introducing really weird nylon wool mixture kit, so you're not sweating your ass off. I would say that would be my my go to. If I if I could choose any, of that is that your my... favourite though? Yeah, like from 100%. from. I mean, that's obviously a usable one. Oh, what favourite? As in any? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna have to be with Terry on this. See, I'm I... gonna go the same. That's why I wanted <laughs> yeah. to get, get your opinion because I really want to do a be... sharp loadout. Mine would have to be. Um, I would say I I I quite like. The I don't know what regiment they're portraying, but the ones in the Waterloo episode, uh, the, the Scottish regiment with the big bearskin hats and the kilts, I think they look proper baller. Like if they came towards <laughs> me, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm done." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So my my personal preference for any um, loadout would be like the U.S. cavalry. You know, like the proper uh, Wild West films where they're like, you know, the, the oh, yellow the scarves and like the blue. I just think yeah. that would be wicked to do. Like that would that would be proper cool. Um, practically speaking, probably not the, <laughs> the best. Um, so I would say more modern day. It's it's a toss up for me between Falklands, Vietnam, and uh, I really like the US kit from world war ii but i'm probably also really like the um iraq war u.s kit yep where you had the desert clothes with the um is it was it m81 um uh flat jacket i think so yeah i think it was an m81 flat jacket wasn't it that and then you had your rig over the top of that Mate, they must be mm. fucking roasting <laughs> like constantly. Yeah, but I, mean, I just, I just think it looks cool personally. It does look but cool. if, I, if I had to absolutely pick one, it's probably genuinely going to be the Falkland stuff. Um, just because I do have a bit of an affinity for woodland DPM. Like, oh no, actually, I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to go US woodland. Um, like the uh, oh, they call they're not the Home Guard. I had this chat with someone the other day. The reserves? No. National Guard. National Guard. I really like, and I think that's probably from watching loads of films, but I really like the kind of the classic, you know, Rambo, the, the National Guard in Rambo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, um, that, that loadout. That looks cool in my mind. I'm going to pick that. There's so many good ones, really. I think I'm going to yeah, need think, a big house. I think, I think modern, <laughs> I think modern day mine would be, I, I really like, um, the para rescue the us para rescue unit because they still run um tropic tiger stripe as they or the, uh, they used to a couple of years ago i'm not sure what they run now but that's just that's just baller that is that's like i don't care i'm just going to wear what i want because it looks gucci mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's plus they're lunatics and i think their kit looks awesome 
that would be more. All right, let's. let's so we've. I feel like. I feel like we've kind of. I know we're sort of stretching the question now. I feel like we've done like the historical stuff, concept. Um, like if it was a futuristic thing, so using like I guess film and media and stuff like that. What would you go for on that front? Iron Man. <laughs> I meant as in like a loadout. <laughs> An army, that is a like loadout. Sci-fi army. <laughs> Just one man. I am Iron Man. <laughs> I am Iron Man. Um, all right. Okay. Fictional. Um, I'm. I'm going to show my inner nerd now, and I would go full on uh, Imperial Guard from 40k Games Workshop. Because I think like it's just the humans standing up against things that are clad in armor. Do you know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. that'd be cool. That that would be my go-to. Yeah, can see that. Uh... Or if I've had the money, just a full-blown, fully working space marine outfit. Because yeah, how cool would you look then? Yeah. See, I I, I think I'd probably go Starship Troopers. Very similar to the Imperial Guard, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, so that's. I mean, the, so the Starship Troopers, funnily enough, was actually based on because um, it was meant to be like a parody of. Um, a f- Please, nobody make jokes about this, but it's meant to be a parody of, I believe, like World War Two German uniforms and the like. It was meant to be sort mm-hmm. of like that um, portrayal, uh, but I just think it looks cool. Personally, it does look very smart, and just yeah, got to kill those cool. damn bugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah, or cool. just a full-blown spaceman outfit, like off of like Moonraker or something. But you no, have to run around the entire, but the entire airsoft game just really slowly, <laughs> bouncing. Yeah. <laughs> and when you get hit, you kind of you have to press a little button, and air shoots out the side, and you spin. <laughs> um. Right, let's run through the chat. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I was ignoring the chat because I was getting super into the coming up with the different loadouts. Um, Terry says, what a GIF, uh, a GIF, so a jock in a frock. Yeah. There you go. Um, Defiance says, not proper historic, but early 2000s, uh, Tora Bora mix of all sorts, UK, SF, CIA, and Delta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Yeah, they that. Terry would be the Falklands SAS. Mm-hmm. Stephen says the PASGT. Joel says Rhodesian loadout with short shorts. <laughs> I bet that's a sight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Dad says DPM Wooding. Presume Woodland. Um, he can be Wooding. Says, best, historical, <laughs> best historical loadout is the mine emergency SAS stuff or the original long range desert group stuff for World War Two. Yeah, they're um. Yeah, oh, they're making they're making for those that enjoyed the SAS program. You know the the dramatization of the sort of start of the SAS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, they are making series two of that apparently, which I'm looking forward to. Um, Defiance says, "No, I mean skipping around the mountains in DPM smocks and US tricolor trousers, DPM ops vests, and whatever you can get from a local outdoor shop." <laughs> um, Fresh meat says, "Starship Troopers." Yeah, yep. I'm all with that. Kenny says Aliens Marine. Yeah. Uh, Harry's similar. on board with that. Colonial Marines from Aliens. Um, Paulus Wales. Yes, the Astra Militarium. 
Yeah. Okay, I'm glad you. That's what that they're means called. ICU. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Defiant's going to go full Judge Dredd. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd love to see James just with the Judge handlebar Dredd mustache. Now, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it just I can just see him walking around going, "I am the law." <laughs> that's got to happen. Now, um, that's got to happen. Cool. All right, I think that's pretty much everything. So, uh, thank you for you joining us this week. One? Hang on, oh, did I miss one? Sorry, bud. Yeah. Oh, Waterforce. So, I thought you meant the "I will fight you, Paulus Wales." <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, the Warhammer Forty K Space Marine as the Imperial Guard of the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Right. Um. Next week we are going to be chatting summer weather gear. So hot weather gear. Um. It's, it's not summer. a full loadout episode per se, but we'll be sort of talking through some of the things to consider when you're moving from a winter event to summer events. Um, obviously more water, but there's other bits and pieces that you might want to consider as well. So we'll be talking through some of the bits of kit that we have on that perspective. Uh, we'll be back at 8pm next week in the same spot on Facebook and YouTube. And also one thing that we've got in the news. I'll just play the news jingle again. Oh, uh, no, you don't have to. Just do the... No, that's fine. Just do ooh. Um, pew. There you go, pew. Um, we are getting a new um, discount code um, from White Sphere Tactical very soon. Um, they're just generating it at the moment. So if you're looking for kit and stuff, um, we're going to have... I think they're going to start us off at a 10%. Um, but the more people that we get going to the shop, yeah, that could increase over the years so um go and hit them up that's uh white sphere tactical and um yeah hopefully we'll have a, a code for you very very soon uh once jake comes back from um doing what he's doing secret squirrel stuff i haven't i haven't yet bought any white sphere specific kit but when i was at shift your riffs i bought a secular uh, mock tomahawk axe um so yeah, it's my brilliant little secutor axe um which for people that know what other brand of rifle secutor make which is the rapax yeah. <laughs> um, there's, there's a bit of a joke in there i'll let you work that one out for yourself yeah um for anyone that wants to hang around for five minutes after the show um i will Ooh. display my um shelves this would probably be weird you, and, you're back we'll call it your back yeah. entrance um, and you will still be here as well but yeah i will play Am the I? outro and we'll oh. end the episode well, if you want to stay, it's up to you. Um, I've I'll play the end of the episode. Entry. We'll see you all next week. Thanks, Andy. Um, <laughs> and we'll leave you with the closing words from Rage. Rage. Um, which is the reason why people say... Uh, what The reason why people like that, say shit like that, is because they've never been punched in the face. And I think that sums Wise up words. the beginning of the show. So if, you, if you've only just joined us, jump back. Uh, and that will make a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's wise words nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Right, we'll see you all next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.
It's 19, the after the show show. Welcome. 19 people stayed to see your shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the most organised of shelves. Um, but if anyone is in the need for storage, I highly recommend looking at scaffold poles as a, as a means for constructing very, very solid, very solid shelves. Um, they're a little bit of a state at the moment because I've been sorting it out. I've actually spent the last couple of weeks reorganizing this completely so i've actually got boxes now that are allocated with certain things so uh, for example tools um this one is cook set stuff uh, there um and it's been quite a good opportunity to have a bit of a clear out as well of various bits and pieces but yeah that's another a way of storing my helmet collection in the back um along the top there and the pax system wardrobe makes an excellent display cabinet we have covered that prior um but yeah they, they do take a plate carrier. I have checked that. So there you go. Yeah, he does have a helmet problem. I do have a helmet problem. <laughs> yeah. Love a helmet. Love a helmet. <laughs> right. Join us next week. Uh, we'll see you then. Have a good evening. Bye. Are you Bye. going to play the outro again? I'm going to play the outro again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see ya. See you guys.